hi guys welcome to another episode of the good news podcast i hope we've all been okay um i hope we're having a a good start to the second part of the year so far all right so today we're going to um look at uh, we're going to have a conversation about what now happens after one is born again after one gets born again after you receive the eternal life that is in christ jesus after you've believed the gospel um what is next you know what's the next thing that one should do okay and uh, the best place to start would be um would be uh the the commission that jesus gave his disciples after he was raised from the dead what did he tell them to do okay that would be uh, a good reference point when we want to um when we want to figure out what next what is the next step after being born again because it's not definitely it's not just meant to um to end there you know uh, there has to be uh there's got to be things that one has to do to become more effective or to walk in the light of the um of the new birth okay of the new birth that he just um received after you've believed the gospel okay so we look at matthew chapter 28 from verse 18 to 20 okay this was jesus talking to his disciples after he had just been raised from the dead okay and jesus came and spoke unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world amen okay so this this um this text would now represent um the foundation on which the work of the church is built okay what jesus is asking the church to do okay and in 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 this text in his commission to the church we also can discern what the expectation of the believer is the moment he um the moment he gets born again okay the moment he gets born again okay and uh um now after jesus rose from the dead he um if we look at that uh, scripture again he says teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you so what he commanded them um after he rose from the dead he spent time teaching them okay teaching his disciples after his resurrection okay um uh, look who recorded it in the book of acts saying that he spent 40 days teaching them let's look at that acts chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5 um he says the former treaties have i made O theophilus of all that jesus began to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he through the holy ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days so he taught them for four, he was, he spent 40 days with them and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god he was teaching them pertaining the kingdom of god 
and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which saith he ye have heard of me for john truly baptized with water but ye shall be baptized with the holy ghost not many days hence so he part of the things he taught them um, was the baptism of the holy ghost which many would call the pentecost experience okay so jesus spent 40 days after after his resurrection teaching his um teaching his disciples okay and now when we now go back to matthew 28 uh, verse 18 to 20 we now see a summary of uh a summary of what he taught them in those 40 days okay those 40 days basically he spent it explaining the scriptures to them that's the old testament books because at the time this was happening we didn't have the new testament writings okay so he was teaching them and the summary of what he taught them was he was all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth okay now on the ground of that he now told them to what go ye therefore and teach all nations okay on the foundation that all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth okay go and teach go and teach all nations okay so matthew 28 18 to 20 would now be matthew summarizing what jesus taught them and the commission he gave them after teaching them okay and this was this this was also echoed by other accounts of the gospel luke chapter 24 verse 46 um would say uh luke writing he says and said unto them that's what jesus said unto them thus it is written and thus it behoved christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day and what and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at jerusalem okay luke chapter 24 verse 46 to verse 47 mark recorded the same thing he said and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature mark 16 verse 15 john would say the same thing in john chapter 20 verse 21 then said jesus to them again peace be unto you as my father had sent me even so send i you so the commission jesus commissioned them okay on the grounds on the foundation that i've just on the foundation of the resurrection go and do this go and do this i commission you to do this i send you to do this okay so if we put together these different accounts of that same event post-resurrection okay one key thing we will see is that we will see is that matthew in saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth is summarizing jesus's explanation of the scriptures okay or simply put he was summarizing the things that were written about him in the old testament books okay we can see that jesus teaches his disciples and after he taught them he commissioned them to go ye therefore and teach all nations okay so he just didn't send them to teach. He first of all taught them and then told them to go and teach now the word the word teach in that um in that text is the greek word um, mathetuo that's m-a-t-h-e-t-e-u-o um this is a word that means to disciple to make a pupil of to make a student of 
okay so when he says go ye therefore and teach he say go and make students of okay go and make um people of all nations students of okay go and make students of and what is that what are they being made students of the same things that he taught them okay he's saying go and make them a student of the things that i taught you okay the things that i taught you so that means that the commission the work he gave the church okay goes beyond just getting men saved or let's say it goes beyond just the new birth experience there is a studentship that follows okay he said teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you that is um he was saying he was telling them to turn men into students turn them into disciples okay so once a man believes the gospel he has been invited into a studentship of the gospel he's enrolled into a specific learning of what you can call the school of the gospel he has been enrolled into a discipleship okay so let's look at that word matthew 2 that is the word teach um that he used in that commission okay we said earlier that it means to make students out of some to make a student out of someone via instructions okay in acts chapter 14 um paul used it like this he said and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many they returned again to lystra and to iconium and to antioch had taught many that means had made many disciples okay so they preached and they taught so they preached to men men received the life of god they believed the gospel and they were taught they were made disciples okay okay so uh, <clears throat> that was that was the pattern that the apostles followed they preach men come into eternal life and they are taught okay they are taught he said uh, and then i uh, uh, made me uh, and taught many okay so they they discipled many he made many students he made many students he made them pupils of the gospel which will tell you that he still followed the same pattern the same blueprint of the commission jesus laid out to them okay of the commission jesus laid out to them okay now that word matthew 2 um it came from uh, a major a root word in the greek mantano okay mantano is m-a-n-t-h-a-n-o mantano means to learn to learn okay it is used for um it is used for um, learning by practice okay but it's mostly used for a devoted learning a devoted learning a form of learning that requires diligence okay an example would be um do i say an intern okay and a, a good example would be um someone that if you enroll in a medical school okay in a college of medicine or a nursing school okay the person is devoted to learn with the view that after his learning he or she is able to practice what he learned okay so it's a learning that leads to um do i say a becoming so to say so after you learn okay everything that you learn to reflect in your conduct will reflect in everything the thing that you become what you learned okay you become what you become what you learned so the person is devoted to learning with a view that after learning he or she you know in experience 
will reflect the things that he has learned so it's not just head knowledge it's a learning that manifests in the person's practice okay okay so mantano talks about a dedicated learning where the student aims to to practice what he's learning okay so looking at the word mantano we can see that jesus was saying to them go ye therefore into all nations and make men to learn make men to learn so once a man believes the gospel the next for the next thing for him would be to actively and diligently learn the gospel okay you preach the gospel to someone faith is birthed in the person's um, heart the person receives the gospel believes the gospel and then starts learning um, all the facts of the gospel okay all the facts of the gospel i know there is this uh there is this notion that um uh it's only certain people who are called into ministry that should learn the word to a certain level um that is wrong okay that is wrong you now see people because uh because this person senses a call of god upon their lives the person will now go and uh, enroll into a, a bible school or a seminary you know now that is i don't have a problem with that that is not wrong it is not wrong but the truth is that you don't have to be aiming to be a pastor you don't have to be aiming to be uh an ordained in quotes man of god before you can enroll in a bible school or before you desire to learn the gospel to that degree okay so this is something every believer ought to aim for it's actually a part of the commission jesus gave the church okay the church is or is first and foremost a place of learning so once a man believes the gospel he has to take that next step which is to learn the gospel okay to learn the gospel to learn the gospel so mantano goes beyond um this is my word for the day or quotable quotes or punchlines no it is an active dedicated diligent learning diligent learning okay it's a dedicated learning so every believer ought to be a gospel student the moment you get born again that is the next step there is a dedicated studentship required okay so i believe the gospel and i'm saved and immediately after that i have to now continue learning the same gospel in all its details learning every fact of the gospel every reality found therein remember jesus told them to teach commanding them in whatsoever i have commanded you so there is a precise there is a specific body of knowledge a believer ought to learn diligently okay so faith in christ so faith in christ brings the believer into a learning of the gospel it's more it's more like being enrolled into a school okay being enrolled into a learning of the gospel which requires diligence okay simply put the the believer becomes a disciple of christ because you are learning christ okay so we see this pattern in the bible in the lives of the apostles or you can say um the church after resurrection that was how they did things the apostles carried on that same pattern okay the first time they are the first time recorded in the book of acts that the apostles preached the gospel after the resurrection was acts chapter 2 um from verse 38 
38 to 42. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gifts of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call shall save and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying save yourselves from this untoward generation then they then okay then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand three thousand souls and they they now would be the three thousand souls that were added, the ones that believed the gospel. Okay, it says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Okay, so they preached the Peter preached the gospel. Three thousand men, three thousand souls believed the gospel, and the three thousand that believed the gospel did what they continued steadfastly steadfastly post catario a dedicated a passionate um a passionate commitment okay they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine okay they continued in the apostles doctrine so the same doctrine of salvation that god them saved they continue learning that they continue learning that all the facts of the gospel they continued to learn to learn that on they continued under the teachings of the apostles their doctrine okay under and one thing that actually strikes me here is um you know pentecost in those days and i think it has carried on to today pentecost basically means a festival okay so most of the most of those people that were there came from abroad because during pentecost everyone comes back for the festival okay so among those three thousand men there were definitely some that came from outside jerusalem they were not resident in jerusalem okay and these guys valued the gospel enough that they didn't even go back they continued to learn they didn't go back to wherever they came from. They must have had some, some, some would have left their livelihood, you know, and so on and so forth. Some would have left uh, things that were important to them because they esteemed um, learning the gospel above that. Now, this is not me saying anything. I'm just admiring their attitude to the gospel, their attitude to the gospel. Okay, maybe at the time the gospel wasn't as popular as it is now. Where um, maybe if they had gone back to where they were, if it were to be in this day, in this day and age, they might have been able to find uh, to find other means of learning the gospel. You know where they came from. But for them to leave, uh, to leave, to continue in the apostles' doctrine after, even after Pentecost was over leaving behind the things that they left behind where they came from that's an admirable uh, attitude okay let's see something paul said in or paul did in acts chapter 19 Acts chapter 19 from verse 4 he says then said paul john verily baptized with the baptism of repentance saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. Okay, so Paul met twelve guys and was talking to them about baptism of the Holy Ghost. But they, 
they didn't know about they didn't know what it was at the time okay and he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for the space of three months disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of god but when divers were hardened and believed not but spake evil of that way before the multitude he departed from them and separated the disciples disputing daily in the school of one tyrannos and this continued by the space of two years so that all so that all they which dwelt in asia heard the word of the lord jesus both jews and greek okay so the guys that believed the gospel paul separated them and taught them daily (laughs) on a daily basis for two years two years so he took two years to teach them these guys were enrolled into the school of discipleship being pioneered by paul for two years every single day for two years interesting okay so we can also see um in paul's testimony what he said in acts chapter 20 verse 19 to 21 um he says seven the lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the jews and how i kept back nothing that was profitable unto you but i've showed you and i've taught you publicly and from house to house testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. So not only did he teach them in the synagogues, he also taught them in their houses, from house to house. So we can see the church at that time, it was a culture of Bible teaching and learning. Bible teaching, a culture of discipleship. A culture of discipleship. Acts chapter 20, verse 7 to 12. And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. So they came to break bread, which would be dinner time, let's say around 6 p.m., and he continued until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together. And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep and as paul was long preaching he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead okay so the guy fell asleep and he died when he had a fall and paul went down and fell on him and and embracing him said trouble not yourselves for his life is in him when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked for a, and talked a long while even till the break of day so he departed and they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted okay so paul was teaching he taught until midnight someone fell and died he went rose the uh, brought the person back to life and continued teaching till morning and continue teaching till morning so look at that attitude look at that dedication to bible teaching and bible learning now we can understand why he was marveled in galatians chapter one okay when uh, after all his labor in teaching them they were so easily removed from what he taught them okay now mind you the apostles they learned from jesus himself so whatever we are seeing in their lives was what they learned from jesus and that's what they were teaching okay so learning the word learning the gospel requires diligence you can't know the gospel by learning it flippantly 
it requires a devotion a commitment diligence sometimes it will go against your feelings most times it will it will but you know it will be the last thing that you want to do but you have to still push through that and continue to learn okay and this is what this sets you path this sets you on the path of spiritual growth peter will put it this way first peter chapter 2 verse 2 he says as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby okay so you have to have a desire to learn the same way milk works for newborn babes that's the same way the word the word of god works for the believer that's how you grow the same way the milk aids the growth of a baby the word of god aids the growth of the believer okay so discipleship will now mean what that devoted studentship of the word to be a disciple of christ is what to learn christ to learn christ so your attitude so the attitude of the believer ought to always be that of someone who conscientiously learns the gospel every believer ought to be a dedicated student of the gospel okay now this has nothing to do with experiential knowledge okay it has nothing to do with experiential knowledge the learning the dedication is to the learning of the word not experiences it's important that i say this the learning of the word the written word so even the guys that saw jesus when he rose from the dead the apostles when they thought about him they thought from the scriptures none of them thought from their even when they mentioned they only mentioned their experience their experiences as a fulfillment of what was already written they didn't preach about jesus based on their eyewitness experience rather they used their eyewitness experience to support to support what was written but the foundation of their teachings was what was written okay so they saw jesus um, when he was risen from the when he was raised from the dead but they saw that as a fulfillment of scripture okay they saw that as the fulfillment of what was written okay so jesus after the resurrection taught them from the scriptures even though they were looking at him face to face okay look in um, chapter 24 look chapter 24 he said unto them these are the words which i spake unto you while i was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of moses that's Genesis to deuteronomy and in the prophets and in the psalms concerning me then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them thus it is written and thus it behoved christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in the in his name among all nations beginning at jerusalem so jesus taught them from the scriptures luke chapter 24 44 to 47 so jesus communicated the scriptures to them he taught them from the scriptures not experience so the learning of the so the learning of the disciples the disciple is to be from the scriptures that learning is to be from the scriptures the believer ought to learn the gospel in all its details all its details the realities the possibilities the provisions the instructions the facts all details you are to learn the gospel in all its details so what you prioritize as a believer is the doctrine of the gospel remember we said earlier that you learn as though you are going to teach you learn to practice you learn to live the gospel 
Okay, that's the word mantano. So you believe, you learn, you practice, you share. You believe, you learn, you practice, you share. Okay, so the text says, Go ye therefore. That's the text, Matthew chapter 28, that we that we started this study on. Go ye therefore would represent an assignment. Go ye therefore. Okay, go and teach. Go and teach. Go and teach, but before you teach, you learn. Okay, so it's a two-way thing. You learn, you teach, you make other people students. Okay, you learn and you enroll other people, you, you enroll other people into that studentship of the gospel. So this is where we would um, uh, finish today's uh, conversation. So if you have any any um any questions or any contributions or you just want to say hi you can send us an email at goodnewspods at gmail.com that's g-o-o-d-n-e-w-s-p-o-d-z at gmail.com okay so until we talk again probably in the next month um take care of yourself and have an amazing time god bless you